Welcome to the Wine After Work podcast. This is your host, Bryce Batts. I'm a career coach, mom of two girls, former college cheerleader, and current encourager of women. I'm so grateful you're here. It's my mission to help women break through the glass ceiling, rise up, and step into their greatness. Now grab a glass of wine and settle in. If you're looking for an ego boost, the perfect gift, or just a ton of fun, then you need to call Summer Hanley. She is the owner of Revolution Studios. For more than a decade, Summer Hanley has been the owner, and she has been empowering women to capture their sexy side through exclusive boudoir and glamour photography sessions. And They offer so much more than that now. They do commercial shoots as well as creative branding. They are your go-to for any multimedia needs. Uh, Her business, Summer's Business, keeps pivoting, and uh, she's been in business for 23 years, which is insane because she looks like a 23-year-old herself, although she does have grown kids, and we talk about that a little bit in our interview today. Um, She's really expanded Revolution Studios commercial offerings, you know, and putting the studio in a place um, that is making them extremely well known uh, for what they do. You're going to love hearing from her and how she is now coaching other people in the artistic field and what she's going to be doing next in her business, which is super exciting. I definitely will be following along myself um, as she uh, joins forces with a celebrity and she's going to be touring with them too. So take a listen and share with anyone you know who might be looking for professional uh, videography or commercial uh, imaging or creative branding. Hey, Summer. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course, this is long overdue. (laughs) We tried to record last week and we had issues and I know you've had some health things going on, but I'm so glad that we were able to get this rescheduled and um, to have you on the podcast. Yes, I'm excited. So tell us about Revolution Studios. I know you guys have pivoted over the years and how long you've been in business. I think you said you're up to 18 people now. Um, This is awesome. So um, the business originally started in um, 2000. So we are almost to 23 years, which makes me feel really freaking old. That's incredible. Um, Yeah. Um, I actually like, I think I even last week referenced 21 years, but then I just, when I said the year out loud, I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit, it's actually been a lot longer. so yeah, we obviously started off photography and we did really well with that and um, did portraits and commercial and glamour and boudoir. And then as, you know, probably I would say late, I don't know, maybe 2010 or something, okay. we started pivoting um, towards more commercial work. Uh, still were really known for the boudoir side, which at the time boudoir was like you like very risque, right? Um, people are like, you do what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know how I got into this. Um, it's not something I'm like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I really want to take pictures of people and they're like unmentionables, you know? But like somehow it just became like a thing, right? Um, so that's- And word just spread, I guess. People kept saying like, she made me look incredible. 
right you know, right. here and have your pictures done I mean I had some taken by you and I was trying to do the math yeah. I'm like well I guess it was that long ago I don't remember I mean I think that it was probably if I'm doing the math right based on where which studio we were in um I think that that would have been like late like 2000 maybe 14, 15, yeah. 16, somewhere around there. Also, you look 23, so I don't know how your business can be 23 years old. That's we grew up impossible. together. <laughs> started um, it as a baby. Yeah, I mean, I started in the womb. Um, no, but anyway, so the we kind of had kept the commercial side and the boudoir side a little bit separate because I, at the time, because it was a little more edgy or controversial, um, we're like, well, we couldn't let our headshot clients and our corporate clients know that we do boudoir too. So we actually had separate websites. So for a long time, oh, wow. Revolution Studio was on a regular website. And then we had RaleighBoudoirPhotography.com, which was still Revolution Studios, but it was just boudoir. So at some point, obviously, not only did that become complicated, but like everyone became more accepting to, um, you know, self-love, um, you know, wanting to feel confident about themselves. There's so many different reasons why people do boudoir. Like it's not just to be sexy. It's actually anything from confidence to, um, you know, we've even worked with sex therapists on body positivity and things like that. Um, Very so cool. it goes a lot deeper than that, but Meanwhile, we have this other side where it was growing and that's kind of where we pivoted mostly um, in doing more of branding people, products, um, companies. Um, so we're doing anything from personal branding. Uh, we're creating a vibe for a brand, like a feeling. Um, mm. So basically what we're doing is taking photos and video and creating content for companies. So whether that's a beauty line, we do a lot of beauty lines. Okay. Um, we do alcohol, alcohol brands, um, restaurants. Um, we've got plastic surgeons. Um, we've done a little bit of everything. We do parenting um, marketing, you know, like for some, some big people there. Um, so it's a little bit of everything, but we've got content creators. So you know, we'll create all the visuals for it. And then, you know, when, where we decided we needed to pivot was people were coming in and we knew we were delivering them great imagery, great or photos and video. But then we were like, we didn't see it on their website or we didn't see it on their social media. Oh, interesting. And we're like, you know, so they're spending a lot of money investing in high quality um, images. But then their whole thing was, we don't know how to use it. We're not really sure what to do with it. And by mm -hmm. the use, like the thousands of dollars of um, visuals that we've created, now somehow they still came back. But at, there's a point where I said, okay, that's not really sustainable if people don't know how to use these. And, and while I definitely didn't want to be an agency, so to speak, and I still don't consider us an agency, for <laughs> you, um, we're more of a creative group um, and we do manage um, marketing campaigns, things like that, but we're just more like full service. So, you know, again, you come in, let's say you have a, a beauty brand. We're going to take photos of all the products that you offer. We're probably going to use models with the products. We're probably going to do use models using the products, um, whether it's photos, videos, whatever. Then we're going to create all that to social media management, websites, um, ad campaigns, um, 
all the things. So when we took control over that, that's when the business blew up even more is because we weren't giving them the opportunity to get lazy about it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's not even like, it's not even a lazy thing, honestly. I mean, sometimes it was because people just like, they're like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Like, or I'll have so-and-so do it. And then something else happens. This is why they hire a professional. They're like, we yep. need professional photos, right? What do you need them for? Okay. You need them for social media. We need them for our website. So when you get them done and then like you have them, it is so amazing how many people don't actually put them up or use them properly or use them at all. Um, yeah. I'll be like, this is the best picture I've ever had in my entire life. I'm like, well, where are they? <laughs> so, <laughs> where are they um, just sitting on your computer? Well, and like the cool thing too is when this stuff is up and it's representing their company, these people fall in love with their all over again for the first time. Or it's the first time maybe that they've seen their brand in a different way. And they say, or oh, it didn't have like, they knew their service was great, but it had no like distinct marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, they look at something now and they're like, this is my brand. I actually have branding before it was just like, okay, I knew we had good services, but it really does make you really fall in love with like your company or what you do when you have like the visuals that um, represent you properly. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause I think you brought this up, but branding, it's like a feeling and what feeling is it giving your customer, you know? That's awesome. Um, and you had done boudoir and then, and like I said, I signed up for that. And then my husband, you did corporate photos for him. So it's cool to see the progression over 23 years. And of course, you know, you're going to change course a little bit within that time. And I love now that you're doing not just photography, but videography and content creation and like helping people repurpose video, um, I'm sure during COVID, that was a time of pivoting as well. How did you guys maintain your business? You know, because it was almost like two years where things were really wonky. I mean, I think that it's, um, you know, we were, we've been really lucky that it didn't have as big of an impact on us. Um, In some ways, parts of our business grew more, like definitely the need to have social presence has been higher than ever. Um, but at the same time too, it doesn't mean necessarily like the revenue went with that as well. So people may have be, maybe pulled back on budget a little bit, but we do things like repurpose things that we've already had, use it in different ways. And that's one thing that people don't understand really is that you don't have to have brand new content. Like you don't have to have brand new photos. You don't have to have brand new videos. We can take what you already have or something that we've already done and keep repurposing and show it differently. I mean, you ultimately kind of want to look at what has been working for you on social and say, okay, this post got the most likes and the, or the most engagements. Uh, I hate when people measure by likes, so I don't even know why I said that. Um, it got the most engagement. Um, and why is that? And then if that's the case, you probably want to take that subject or even that content again and redo it and post it again. Mm. Um, so th- some, some things like that, like just kind of teaching our clients and then being kind with them during COVID, um, you know, we obviously gave like some rate concessions or put in extra love or help um, when it wasn't like without the the price tag, just wanting them to do well too, because if they're doing well, then we're doing well. Right. Um, but, you know, the, the main thing would be that, you know, it got a little quiet, like, sure, was I worried a little bit, but like, I feel really blessed that we were financially able to withstand mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we were closed. Um, we were closed like two months, like like completely closed. 
Um, and all during that time, we our staff just worked from home. Luckily, I didn't have to lay anyone off, but that's exciting. That's awesome. Um, but we just worked basically on building content um, the entire time. Like, so even when they were done with whatever was contracted, um, I would say make them more um, because we just, I just wanted them to be successful and for them to keep going. Cause if they're not, <laughs> then we're not, you know, right. Um, most of our clients are on monthly retainers that do um, creative services, but our, that comes in kind of one whole um, blanket. So you're getting, you know, a certain number of shoots per year, you're getting a certain number of videos. Um, we manage social media, we switch out, do all your ad campaigns, things like that. So those things were still going on during COVID, but at the same time too, there was people that were kind of freaking out and we said, yeah. Hey, we're going to give you one, one month off, you know, yeah. like we understand we're in a contract, we want, we, we want to help. Or again, like when we were caught up saying, um, what else can we do for you? Um, so just doing that, like, I think we definitely were able to build really strong or stronger relationships and, um, you know, just showed them that, that we really care, but yeah, it was a little scary. There's definitely yeah, times great. when I said, you know, I thought that the boudoir side of the business, cause that's still a big thing, like, especially with what the studio is used for. I thought that that would slow down, but I'm, I mean, seriously, the moment that, um, they lifted, I mean, I don't know how many times have they lifted it and shut us down a lot. So, um, but as soon as we were able to, because we have a salon in house, um, it it made us have to be closed a little bit longer um, because uh-huh. of hair, hair and makeup because we have license. Right. So that was a bummer. So um, when people were able to start coming back in, though, it was flooded. Um, they were they they just wanted to get out of the house. They wanted something to do. They wanted to feel good about themselves. They were tired of being in sweatpants. Oh yes. They wanted to come <laughs> in and, and 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 go for it. So um, it was pretty cool, but. I, I was a little bit worried about that side. Like at some point, something, you know, you feel like something's going to give at some point, especially for, um, you know, something that's not necessary. But I we found like, you know, because we went through like the recession as well. Right. During the recession was one of our biggest years. Oh. <laughs> people still wanted to feel good about themselves. Yep. And there's still, I mean, there's obviously part of that that's messed up, right? But at the same time too, like you got to do whatever makes you happy in order to get through, mm-hmm. right? So we found that we were really able to help people during stressful times, like whether it was um, the recession or whether it was COVID because the whole world was crumbling around them. And at least they had some sort of self-love or a reminder that um, they're beautiful or just doing something for themselves. But I think that right now, even I, I keep saying post COVID, but like every week, somebody I know has COVID. So <laughs> I know we I'm all like, just had it and, and luckily we were fine, but uh, yeah, it's like another week where we had to hunker down. Uh, yeah. But I, I feel like even through that though, that we're, people aren't doing the same things. They're spending their money a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is self-love. So whether it's boudoir, like, um, you know, we still do a lot of boudoir photography, but we're finding a lot of people do like their own personal branding or their own, like, I don't like the word glamour shots, but people understand that concept. Right. Um, we're not going to give you rainbow bangs and wings anymore. But, um, <laughs> and we do fix the back of your hair. Do you remember that from back in the day? I remember sometimes like literally going to glamour shots and I've got pictures and I remember like leaving the actual little store 
and the back of my hair would be straight and flat. And they would like, curl <laughs> the front, so it was just what, whatever was in the front worked. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, anyways, yeah, I've got a few of those. Um, but yeah, so just like just a feel good thing, like a kind of a makeover experience or supermodel experience, like whatever you want to call it, just like pampering yourself, um, things like that. I think that they're important right now when we're not yeah. doing things like. I know I don't, I'm not going out like I used to, which is probably a good thing. Um, <laughs> I feel like, you know, I, before COVID, I don't know about you, but I feel like all of my stuff, I was so busy all the time committing to things that I felt like I had to do mm-hmm. and um, not things that I necessarily always wanted to do. Like, I mean, I would want to a little bit, but sometimes I'd be like, oh my gosh, I just go, 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 go. Yeah. It's just an obligation and it's an obligation. you felt like you had to be there. Yeah. And, um, I think with COVID you just slowed down completely and it was like breaks and it was kind of like, okay, this is a little nice. Then you get bored. But then when we started back in it, it's not the same. We're not overextending ourselves like we did before. Like I've talked to so many people about this where there's this healthy slowdown that we've had and sure. Has it affected the economy in a lot of ways? Absolutely. Um, but I think that that kind of has freed people up to do things that are more important to them with their finances. And I know, I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole, I'm not going to get political. Okay. (laughs) But, um, I feel like any time you talk about money, it's like all of a sudden political. I'm not not even trying to go there. Um, but I'm, when I say that it like, so businesses like mine, where people can invest in themselves, um, I think do well because, people want to feel good about what they're doing. They want to feel good about life because for the last two years, it's been kind of blah, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've so, seen some um, of those really fun pictures you've taken and posted and they're amazing, like hair, makeup, the outfit, the whole thing. And it's true because yeah. during COVID, you know, we're all in sweats and didn't really wear a lot of makeup, if any at all. And then, you know, now most people are back in an office. I'm back in an office, so I'll dress you know, dress up kind of in quotes to go to the office, but still the only time I feel like that I really get dolled up if it's like a girl's night, a special occasion. And then you, it is like a, a complete um, confidence boost. You're like, Oh, this feels so good. You don't have time to do it all the time, but it's fun to like do that on occasion. And same with the pictures. Yep, exactly. Um, I definitely think that that's kind of where, how we've won through all of that though recently for sure. Um, but then, and it feels good too. Like I definitely yeah. consider that what we do on the photo side, I mean, really in all of it is such a feeling, but it's so feeling based. Mm-hmm. But like that sounded really weird to say it like that. I don't even know how best to say it. Um, but definitely the photos are experience based here. Like it's about, you know, being pampered. It's about feeling energy from everybody who works here. It's about, feeling comfortable. Yeah. And I, don't care, I don't care who's coming in here. People are, are not super excited. They, they want, they want the photos, but they don't want to actually take them. Yeah. They feel awkward or like yeah. outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, I don't even realize, yeah. I don't even realize I'm like, Oh wait, I'm so sorry. Are you in your underwear? Like, <laughs> would you like to put something on? Like I have, I have don't even notice. Um, but you know, that's where we excel is kind of making people feel comfortable and confident, but then just the vibe and the the life that everybody has here, everybody really loves being here, like staff wise, which yeah. makes it it's such a, an experience. So, 
Oh, that's awesome. Well, I know you guys are a recognizable powerhouse now, and you're doing a lot of traveling and teaching other entrepreneurs. Tell us about that. I think you've been in New York a lot lately, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a few different things. I mean, I, I was going to New York a lot already for um, our branding clients that we're doing. So we do a lot of visuals, um, a lot of more meetings and planning up there too. But then I started getting involved with a few groups that were teaching. Um, first, I started off teaching like young women. And it was more so on like, like just on creatives. And it wasn't specific to photography or videography, but it was really kind of up, like overcoming obstacles of um, feeling like being a creative wasn't really a job. Um, even, even just to like, you know, I was working with the um, school of the arts and a lot of people, while like families have been really supportive and they love the fact that their kids do these things, they don't consider it to be an actual job. So, um, it's really kind of being, or trying to inspire and educate that you can, and that you can be highly successful, um, and, how and why to really think big beyond just taking photos so or just video like ultimately you know my company as well is a business first and creative second yeah so this is not just a hobby kids and, <laughs> well I mean and I still get and I've, I've gotten over it over the years because it's I mean, it's literally somebody says it at least every once a year, but it used to be a lot of people like, oh, that's really cute. How's the photography thing going for you? And I'm like, oh, it's going all right. <laughs> you know, it was going like, pretty well. Quite like insult. Yeah. I'm like, ah, eh, it's fine. Like, I'm not even going to go into like how fine it is, but it's, it's doing all right. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so, so glad I'm not burnt out over this hobby. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's definitely like was always like the photography thing, you know, and that's that um, when you put blood, sweat and tears into anything, I don't care what kind of creative it is or what kind of job it is, that thing. Someone saying that that thing shouldn't be recognized as being big or being important or being a measurement of success. So me getting involved in this teaching side of it um, is more so to like give them a little bit of confidence and how to educate themselves to educate. Like a lot of times it's their family that's mm. getting in the way. Um, and when I say getting in the way, like I think comes a time like, you know, and you've, you know, you've got kids too, like that would participate more like art artsy, but um, you know, up until they're 17, 18, that's like the parents are so proud and excited and then they're like, oh, yeah, well, I want to do this for a living. And they're like, what? No, you should get an education. And I'm not saying an education is unimportant, but there's so many things now that loop an education into involving that creativity. Mm -hmm. um, but it's funny because the parents push this entire time and say, you know, you know, going to all the competitions, going to putting everything into it, you know, the commitment and you just being their number one cheerleader. And then all of a sudden you slam the brakes and say, no, they can't do that. Yeah. Where, you know, I think in general, like the arts or creative jobs and things like that are, it's much more accepted than it has been in a really long time. I mean, you think about all the things that are happening, even in technology involving creatives, like all of the um, AI stuff, even mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of stuff is blowing my mind right now. We use yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, we use a lot for our content creation. And every time we do something, I'm like, 
good Lord. Like this is nuts. I mean, it's scary. It's scary. Um, but all those things, like there's so many more things that can be more technical than involved art. There can be programming wise that involve art. Um, and it could be somebody wanting to be a photographer or a videographer or, um, that's someone who wants to manage social media. So, you know, I think really, you know, my goal has been always like the kids side, but I really feel pushed and led to like talk to parents about it mm. because the, you know, right now I've just been giving kids tools and saying, okay, think big, you know, you, you don't have a ceiling. Um, and that's what they're taught or they're told a lot of times by, you know, somebody, or even just somebody like not being able to be comfortable enough to get through someone saying, how's that, how's that little thing going? How's that little photography thing going? You know, that's an uncomfortable spot until you're confident in what you're doing. Right. So all of these are just keys, like to help them like tools, resources, things like that. But somewhere down the line, I can definitely see that it's going to be talking to the parents kind of deal. Yeah. And, I love that. and, um, and a little gritty. I'm pretty yeah. blunt. So um, I like to stand up there and give my little peace of mind because it, it's true though. You can't like tell them how great something is their entire life. And then all of a t- sudden tell them to stop when that's what's lighting their fire. Yeah. Um, so anyways. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that, though, because I feel like once the money side becomes involved, then parents get scared and it's their own, um, you know, limiting beliefs around what creatives can do. And it's just the the parents trying to keep the kids safe. You know, that's their own fear. Um, And then it's projected onto the kids. So I think it's great that you're, you know, teaching the parents what to look out for and how to be supportive and how to help them. Well, it's funny because, you know, my oldest, he, he just graduated from state. However, um, he originally wanted to do something in robotics. Okay. So I was like, so excited. I'm like, oh, my son, my son. And then he changed it, changed to marketing. And I had to watch myself. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, you want to be a marketing major? <laughs> I'm like, why? <laughs> but I mean, I had my other reasonings, but you know what he is now. And he's got a fantastic job. Um, he's doing so well and he's in his space that he wants to be in. I mean, I'd like to say that that came from me and I know it actually didn't. He's in like medical health care, like accreditations and stuff. So okay. it's like it's not super um well I say it's not super creative. He's gonna kill me for saying that. It's so, <laughs> so creative. <laughs> I mean but, it is creative. <laughs> but I put my brakes on in my head and said, you know, I was like, I'm thinking he's gonna be a robotics engineer nothing there's nothing wrong with either one but all of a sudden I was like wait you're not going to make that you're not you know it's going to take you a lot longer to get where you are like financially yeah like all that stuff and actually I'm completely wrong I mean he's killing it and oh, making good. um but I did the same thing so it's like you know again we as parents and like I can use that as a story and say yeah my my son came home and said he wanted to be in marketing and I'm in marketing <laughs> and I lost my mind <laughs> I mean, I get my cool, but I was like, can we talk about the whys? Yeah. I'm like, you don't even like to doodle. Like, what is it? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, why are you switching? But he he loved that analytics side though. You know, the number side, which is like one of the most powerful tools in making any marketing, um, showing its value, you know? So used to be before marketing was so elusive and it would just be like, 
we think this is doing okay. Or, right. um, or like, like, again, it kills me when people say this post only got 12 likes. Well, did you look at the engagement? Like it's not measured on likes. You think about if you're, if you're posting something about taxes, right. And like you're a CPA, um, how many people are going to like a tax reminder? No, yeah, but you're right. They may stop their scroll and it, read it or save it or something like that. Yep. Um, so like, again, you know, all of those things go back to, you know, that you have tools now that show that. So if you get it right visually, if you get the content or make the content that's engaging, then the analytics will speak for itself and it's a no brainer for the company. Yeah. And then, like you said, repurposing the content is so, so smart because as a small business, and I think that's why, you know, people hire you guys and that's why I would, because you, we don't have time to handle it. It's not our area of expertise, but, you know, once something's created, then being able to use that across different platforms, super mm -hmm. helpful. Yeah. And people have a, you know, misconception of how much something like that costs. And it's, it's less than an employee that doesn't know what they're doing. That's for sure. Yeah. And then we, um, then you have a whole team to access. So, you know, but that's again, part of the education process with all of it, you know, whatever we're doing it, I feel like it's a little bit of just teaching and helping someone understand um, and see the value. Yeah. So what's on the horizon for Revolution Studios? Oh, good, goodness, goodness, a lot. <laughs> um, a couple of things I'm so excited about. I wish I could talk about, but I'm under NDA for. Um, I can say lightly, I'm really excited going to go on tour with a really big artist. Oh, um, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, doing a lot of visual creatives there um, for a few, like not all of them, not tour tour. I mean, I'm not like piecing out or anything. I can't, but um, just doing like really cool marketing things for that. Um, we have signed a bunch of new concepts and brands and we're kind of rolling them in. We're on a wait right now, which is really nice, but um, we only will onboard like two at a time. Okay. Um, or two a month, just so we can make sure like every something's set up right. You know, we've yeah, I love that. spent a few years, you know, I'm, I'm going to say grace, gracefully frailing <laughs> to figure it out. Um, and it wasn't that anything was bad. It was just kind of trying to figure out what, you know, programs to use. How do we streamline this when we were managing all these, um, you know, companies or brands, it's a lot, you know, or even like, how do I keep a pulse on it? Or how do we yeah. make sure like clients can see what we're doing at all times. So all those things took a long time to figure out. And um, now that we've got it going, we've realized we can't bring on more than two a month and it, and, and it not feel super chaotic, you know, cause we want it to be good for everybody. Um, but, you know, up next, probably more teaching. Um, and I've got some things actually all th throughout, like the rest of the year through December, I'm booked. I have eight different teaching um, gigs lined up. Um, That's awesome. And then working on um, a charity gala. Okay. Uh, myself too. And what was the other thing? There was something else in my head. I'm like... What else am I doing now? Sometimes I forget. I do all the things. Like, literally, <laughs> like so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm doing that right now. Um, oh, my next thing too, I'm working in the background of doing a corporate talent show. Oh, fun. <laughs> so basically for a cause or charity where we get some of these big companies involved in have their C 
CEOs or C-level positions do some sort of performance. We originally thought it was going to be lip sync, right? Okay. We thought, think about it. Like everybody in the company is going to want to come and see the president lip sync. Oh, right? yeah. So if you sell even $5 a ticket, you can make so much money for an organization. But then we're like, well, maybe these people might actually be talented. So <laughs> Maybe they can really still sing. <laughs> still on a fence. Like we've got a lot of things like conceptually like set up and everything. But that one is definitely set. My goal is to have that one in the fall, um, which seems so far away. But you know what? I'm like, oh, it'll be here. I don't even second. know what month it is right now. It's so the weather. What in the world? Right. I don't know. It's like warm, but it's raining. I have no idea. <laughs> Do you see it? It's going to be um, 87. Yes. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, I don't what? even know what to do. I'm like, it's February. Yeah, I'll take it. I hate cold right. weather. Yeah. Just give me some sunshine. Yes, sunshine. So yeah, uh, all, all of the, I don't know, to me, like the way that I stay inspired is doing various things like in the community and trying to figure out ways for pe- for us to have fun to come back together. Yeah, so, I love that. Um, anyway, so yeah, the the corporate, I don't even know if you call it a corporate talent show, that just kind of like the the fun idea of how do we raise money for a great cause and then have people be really excited and and want to do it, you know? Yeah. No, it sounds so. like so much fun. Well, yeah. I definitely want to follow along. I want our listeners to follow along. So tell me where they can find you. Um, well, our website is revolution-studios.com. Um and then you can follow us on Instagram. Um, you can just search up Revolution Studios. You'll be able to see us there. But our handle is revolution underscore studios um, on Insta too. Okay. So, but yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm excited to see all that you do this year. And can't wait to figure out who this artist is that you're traveling no, it's with. Very, it's very exciting. <laughs> it's, it's actually crazy. It's someone from um, that I loved in the 90s oh, that I listen to. All right. They're still big. So it's okay, good. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Summer, thank you so much. This is so fun. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you back here next week. And make sure to share the episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had. Also, join the Wine After Work Facebook group to connect with other like-minded women.